1: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again.
0: You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Welcome back to Inside Sources. I am Mara Carabello filling in today for Boyd Matheson. For the first time in modern history, there's an organized effort to question the quality of free and fair elections here in America. And this has resulted in the erosion of trust from for a few Americans in um, our election process. And that's been including Utah and people who are concerned here. Just last month, the Utah legislature finally yielded to a small group um, and called for um, an election audit. And also one of the things I wanna focus on today is a new ballot measure initiative that is currently gathering signatures and the results would be to eliminate mail-in voting. So the questions are, are people justified in this? Um, is What is the facts and the truth behind this? And how can we increase the trust in our elections process? We have the perfect person to walk us through this issue. We have Justin Lee on the phone today. And he is the recent former head of the Utah Elections Office. And he was one of the... Key leaders, as we move to more and more um, holistic vote by mail, so he knows the ins and outs, and Justin, thanks for joining us today.
3: hey, thanks for having me. Good to be here,
2: yeah, so are these worries misguided? Um, have we had election fraud uh, in Utah at a wholesale level that maybe would have changed the outcome of an election?
3: Well, you know, I think what you said right at the end there is is the key part. Um, Was there widespread fraud that would change the outcome of election? Because I think it is important to note uh, that we do have instances um, where people sign somebody else's ballot, usually someone, you know, within their own household. Um, But they're not widespread. These happen on a a rare basis. And one of the reasons we know that these happen is because our systems are very good at catching them. Um, The county clerks catch them. So, no, there are no widespread cases of fraud that would change the outcome of an election.
2: Yeah, so like the, and I think maybe I guess it's it's are they organized and are people manipulating that? I know a well known one in Utah was, um, there were some well intended moms who were voting on behalf of their missionaries, and uh, it wasn't an organized effort. I I think it was just sort of probably support for voting, and and that's a little more what we see, right? Individual cases of perhaps a, a well intended or maybe not family member, but they're one offs. They're not organized.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, you do. You do have some people who, um, yeah, sign the ballot on behalf of their their missionary or their students. That's the way it's cool. And for anyone listening, you should definitely not do that. That is illegal. <laughs> um, you know, you do have someone that, that signs for someone else in their household. Um, and again, usually not 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 ill-intentioned or or if it is, it's not widespread. It's not organized.
2: So I want to jump into this ballot measure we're seeing. And for those of you who know me, I I am a big supporter of our constitutionally protected right to go directly to citizens with ballot initiatives. So I love the ballot process. And one of the reasons I like it is it's a direct conversation between the voter and um, the topic and the issue. So we have... Uh, An initiative called Secure Vote Utah. I'll just I'll just give them a shout out to process by February 15th. They have to secure 100 and I think almost 138,000 signatures in 26 of our Senate districts. So for those of you who are against it and for it, just know they're at a critical time and your your participation will matter. So. What this ballot measure does is really take direct aim vote by mail. Um, It would, it would get rid of vote by mail largely and it would also get rid of early voting. Um, Justin, walk us through vote by mail and where it's been beneficial. For those of you who remember, um, it's relatively new. It's been widespread, and almost every one of us have been using it for the last two or three elections. Um, What's the benefit of vote by mail? What do you see as the pro and con of this initiative?
3: Well, yeah, let's talk about the benefits of vote by mail first. Um, You know, we've been doing vote by mail in Utah for, for a long time. Um, a lot of states, well, I shouldn't say a lot of states, a few states uh, still have, um, you know, the absentee process where you have to have a reason to get a ballot in the mail. And for a long time, Utah has allowed anyone to request a buy mail ballot, um, you know, without a reason, without being out of town, if they just want that ballot, then that's, that's been allowed. But over the last decade, we transitioned from um, people requesting the ballots to counties sending out the ballots to those voters. And, and the outcomes have been good. We've actually seen an increase in voter turnout, um, particularly in our smaller elections, uh, primary elections, presidential primaries, uh, municipal elections. We've seen a, a demonstrable increase in, in participation. Um, there's nothing better to advertise in an election than actually getting that ballot um, in your mailbox to, to know about it when it, you know, it's a municipal mm-hmm. primary, for example, in August. Right. And then we, we do think there is some, some good evidence that it actually makes voters more informed. Um, when you get something on your ballot, um, like a bond or you know, a constitutional amendment, those aren't things that we usually spend a lot of time thinking about um, in our daily lives and, and may not know the ins and outs of them. So when you get that in the ballot or get that ballot in the mail, you have a chance to look up some information on that, uh, to learn more about it before you cast your ballot. When you go into a polling place, And you see that bond issue on your ballot, you have to make a decision very quickly with very limited information. So we do think there's some good evidence um, that people are more informed um, on especially some of these down ballot issues uh, when they get that in the mail. Um, And and most of our voters like it. We've done a lot of polling um, over the years and and voters like vote by mail. Um, The vast majority of voters like vote by mail. Um, and, and use vote by mail. We had over 90 percent of voters in the last few elections voting by mail.
2: Right. Uh, the, uh, and another thing I'm going to add that's a consideration of this initiative is that uh, to implement this the first year would cost about $36.8 million in one time and then almost $20 million a year annually thereafter. So this ballot mm-hmm. measure does come with a price tag um, because, Justin, we've really seen vote by mail also create efficiencies within government systems um, that have saved Absolutely. the taxpayers money.
3: You know yeah the polling places uh, they cost a lot of money. you've got to pay poll workers. and not only that, um, but you do need you know machines and different things at the at the polling locations, even if you're voting by paper. Um, I know some of the people in the initiative would like everything to be hand counted, but I can tell you that's that's not a good way of counting millions of ballots. Um, anytime that we've done a recount um, or audit which we do every single election, any error we find in the count always is human error. Uh, mm-hmm. The machines do a good job. That's what they're made to do of counting ballots. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like a Scantron machine. So just um, yeah, it, t- would, it would cost us a lot of money to go back to polling locations, and it's also more difficult than it used to be. Um, schools are less likely to want people to come in right. uh, for safety reasons than it, than it used to be 10, 15 years ago.
2: Yeah, that's a really great point, and I want to test what I'm probably most concerned about. You and I, when you were at the elections office, um, I have done candidate races. I've done issue races, and one of the things that I will say I'm most proud of in Utah is – the elections office works with Democratic clerks. They work with Republican clerks. Uh, Republicans in the House and Senate work on legislation. It was the Republican Party who really pushed mainstreaming to vote by mail. And Utah is, I believe, a rare state in which partisanship has not guided elections. It's been really best practices and new technology and um, allowing access and and I, one of the things I'm I'm most disturbed by this discussion happening in Utah is I think it reflects partisan rancor in the United States. But frankly, I do not think it reflects either the Democrats in Utah or the Republicans in Utah who have a long history of working together and doing best practices when it comes to elections so that's my seat um you've been at the epicenter in the elections office um do you see this a partisan issue in utah or has uh it been largely a policy issue
3: you know i I think that's that's right i think it's largely been a policy issue uh here in utah um the the representative representative uh steve liason is a republican he ran the original vote by mail bill and over the years um We've seen members of both parties who really have come in and looked at best practices and removing barriers. Uh, you know, we just don't really have right now um, very many, if any, barriers to anyone voting. I mean, people can still go in person. People can vote by mail. People can register online. Uh, there's so many options for voting at this point. And really, both parties have done a great job um, yeah, pushing those and allowing, allowing those barriers to be taken down.
2: Well, thanks, Justin, for joining us. Thanks for giving us information. And uh, nice to talk to you. Next, we're going to talk about the pandemic again and the new CDC guidelines on masks.
1: A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela.
1: They said, you need to give us your phone.